Wanna gang on bros, no bullshit, you the one, D-Rose Pass me the pippin', the long nose, then it's game over, the horn blows This the last shot, you tryna be on the team or be the mascot Wanna be the first lady or the last stop, I'm paying Dwayne Alright, we're back once again, folks, live in Greenwood. Bonjour, shalom, and what's up, and welcome back to another episode of How You Living. I believe it's episode 87. Exactly, the only show recorded live in the Million Dollar Studios atop the Chaz Tower. The only difference this week is Chaz and I are joined by a guest. <gasps> welcome to the show uh, from the Kings of Democracy podcast, Woo. comedy around Seattle, Mr. Andrew Merklinghouse. Why, thank you so much for having me here in the wonderful Million Dollar Studio. Yeah, and you can see where we spent all that money. Yeah. <laughs> As we admitted in the last episode, it's $100,000 on the equipment and $900,000 on his Fabergé egg collection. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, you're very clearly wealthy people because you owned Scott Pilgrim versus the world Except for volume three, yes. you have one, two, four, and five, we, we which call... means you're so rich that you could pay the author to come and explain it to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm assuming. That's yeah, what I'm assuming. Yeah. Brian Lee O'Malley. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we we call uh, thir- the third volume the unspoken one. We, yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, we, we don't bring it up, and yeah. sorry, Chaz, for breaking your cardinal rule. Uh, oh, no, it's okay. Just, just fuck vegans. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fuck vegans. Uh, this, really. again, is uh, the show that starts with a, uh, a simple question that I ask my friend Chaz, and I'll even ask the guest in kind of concert eventually here. Uh, how you living, Chaz? You know what? To be honest with you, times are weird. <laughs> no, they are, because, well, one, I'm going to bring it down a little bit, because uh, my best friend's mom just passed away this past Tuesday. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Right? So I'm flying back to Philadelphia on Friday to attend the funeral on Saturday. Jeez. So, you know, I had to spend a grip on a plane ticket. Yeah. I'm all packed and everything, right? And then I'm going to read the obituary on uh, on stage or in the pulpit or whatever. So, yeah, that's been a little weird. Yeah, man. Um, but then, other than that, like, things are relatively find like my personal life right like like i'm going on a date on thursday so, oh. so it's like like it's yeah it's it's weird like it, yeah. it's definitely weird and uh guess andrew Merklinghouse, how are you living i'm i'm living weird too man i am uh <laughs> for for those of you who follow my podcast you'll be aware i live in a house that's currently under construction i recently got laid off from a sandal factory <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just been weird, but you know what? I'm just getting through it, just hunting for work and, uh, out there joyously participating in the sorrows of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting real good at Tetris, just (laughs) filling out. They they re-released it. Well, Um, you know, like what I do is I wake up around 11 and then I go online and I give companies my resume and then type my resume in. And I do that until I've decided capitalism is a failure, which is about 1230. And then I play Tetris (laughs) and then, uh, and then, you know, life just kind of goes from there. That's, that's a solid way. Uh, I guess to sum it up, I'm living great guys. No, uh, uh, we'll go into further detail about my situation. I'm technically on strike this week. So like, that's a whole nother. Are you a nurse at Swedish? I (laughs) may or may not be a support staff at Swedish. 
not a nurse, uh, but um, in concert with them, we're on strike. So we'll probably go into that in a later episode because I kind of need the conclusion and finality of what actually happens. Right now, we're just walking in circles with signs oh, saying chance. Do you want to know something hella goofy? What's that? My mom is a nurse at UW, okay. and she was just texting me about how she feels bad because she's on vacation right now, and she feels bad she hasn't been able to, uh, A, pick up some of the slack patients that are coming out of Swedish, but then also she's big on, like, supporting other nurse unions yeah so yeah. thank you for being on strike from yeah. my mom there we okay well there we, we appreciate it yeah. yeah and so uh to be continued on that topic um but this show does have a uh a segment it's the original segment M- much like a normal podcast we didn't really know what this podcast was gonna be that's very so true. we talked about some random shit one day and then the second episode Chaz had decided we're called how you live in which it's i a good a- name i actually think it's how you live in and i was white and so i whitened it up and made it how you live in so, I like how you live in though. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't taken. I could you. see I could see how you live in being the name of like a late nineteen seventies like three camera sitcom. Yeah. It would it was like it would be like the NBC answer to like Sanford and Sons and stuff. I like it because we also we love uh sitcom theme songs. Oh like, yeah. We yeah, we, like, we stop. How you live in on the street. <laughs> Our times are getting bad. He had a job and then he lost it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next time he'll get one. And then Your like, landlord is Polish. <laughs> yeah. He's in every third episode. <laughs> and we've got a vaguely immigrant neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> How you living? That, yep, that's, yeah. that, that would be... You know what? We could probably sell that to Netflix. <laughs> get two seasons. Right, yeah. The, the very first episode. Chaz, we really need to get a front door. Wah, wah. I don't think we can afford that. Yeah, but yeah. Netflix would like recast the show so that it would be in probably in like L.A. or Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, and it, yeah, it eventually becomes the friend situation where they're in the million dollar apartments. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and then there would have to be a woman on the show. <sighs> <laughs> just kidding i don't oh. know and it, w- and it would be very awkward because i am ju- based on the, what i know about podcasters none of us know women no so not, not at all we had a science woman on one episode i mean she I was mean, really technically smart. of she all our guests know. we've had more women than men on but you know mm-hmm. yeah but did any of them come back we haven't asked them to come back <sighs> Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> which t- speaking of coming back, <laughs> it reminds me of our first segment from that second episode where we decided to look back at the bullshit we called in the first episode. And that is a segment we like to call callbacks. Callbacks. Yeah. On the callbacks. Yeah. Callbacks. And don't be impressed by the soundboard. I hardly ever use it. But when I do remember to use it, I like it. Good investment. Yeah. I produced these songs like three years ago, back when I thought I had time. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's been three years. That's crazy. It is. This is actually our... We're going into the fourth year now of this show. Yeah. We started in the immediate aftermath of Trump. So I think a lot of podcasts did. Yeah. My podcast started as a YouTube channel, and I had an eye... It, uh, actually, I, I shouldn't go into the full evolutionary path of it, but it originally started as a YouTube channel explaining the Kennedy assassination, and now it is what it is. So I thought that's how all podcasts started. They're always yeah. YouTube channels explaining <laughs> the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's our whole first season, you know. Yeah. 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 And as it turned out, it's the FBI mafia that did it. That's what people Mm. forget. Uh... That's what people forget. Uh, And anyway, we do have this segment called Callbacks, where we like to look back on the things we've talked about. Now, most recently, I don't know. I'll leave it to Chaz, of course, to start us off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I assume we kind of have some politically things to call back on. What are you thinking about? Yeah, I think uh, because it's been a while since we've done an episode, we can go over the ins and outs now that the impeachment trial has officially started. But honestly, the impeachment trial, like, it's, I haven't been paying a lot of attention to it because basically it's just the same things being said over and over again. It's all like, no, you don't need to take away aid from Ukraine because you want them to investigate the Bidens. And then the other side is like, but you know, it says that there needs to be a crime. I'm all like, you forget about misdemeanors, right? And that misdemeanors means a different thing back in that time than they do now. But I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like, that's your obfuscation well, technique. I, I, I do like... It. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I do, oh, no, no, I do like it. how the Republicans, their essential argument is like, oh, no, these aren't crimes. <laughs> like, it's not a crime. Yeah. It's, just, it's like it's, uh, it's, it's a non-crime. There's even it's, uh, it's like it's 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 not good. I mean, it's it's fine. It's just not a crime. It's not a crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or what's his uh, Giuliani is always kind of like, well, can we even pin any crimes on a president? Like his whole thing is like, right. It's maybe well, let's say he did commit a crime. Is that illegal? Is it really <laughs> illegal to commit a crime? And I mean, how do how do I know? that I'm not a butterfly who dreamed of being Lao Tzu. (laughs) I was the mayor during 9-11, your honor. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, and that's the thing, too, because I remember living through 9-11, and now I'm down that. Which was not a crime. Fun fact, actually. 9-11, not a crime. The only crime they committed was illegally leaving their cars in the airport parking lot. Oh, my god! Those tickets. I remember remember checking in on on Facebook as safe during (laughs) 9-11. I was the first on Facebook Uh before Zuckerberg. Right, right. Like, before it even existed. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I, I had messaged. Tequila, tequila on MySpace. There Are you, you okay? <laughs> there you go. Are you okay? Tila? That was back when I was on BlackPlanet.com. Tom, do you know anything? Tom, <laughs> that was back when I thought BlackPlanet.com was a metal website. <laughs> and I kept on trying to see if I could get good Metallica downloads there. Oh man, oh man, that's back when I used to tell people I was on Black Planet. <laughs> I'm the white guy that likes hip hop, guys. No, it's okay. Um, so okay, so calling back. So the so basically, uh, we don't have a lot to to go into on the the Trump uh, impeachment, other than it is continuing. It's on the Senate side now. Yeah, the trial and, is happening. And I guess the big thing that I guess people should look out or look forward to or look out for is that like Friday is when they will probably do the official. Will they allow for um, witnesses to come? And there's a whole, like, there's four Republicans that might um, defect, like Murkowski, uh, Romney, and two others that are escaping me right now. They give him the ability to bring John Bolton, because the whole thing that John Bolton was writing a manuscript for, like, you know, he he got fired or he left, and he's like, I'm making some money off of a book now, like a whole bunch of people in the Trump presidency have done. And then it was all like, but his thing was like, Trump was like, oh, Oh, uh, but make sure you don't give Ukraine the money until they actually give us some investigation on the Bidens. And it's like, this is what this is all about. And so it, hopefully it'll happen. But, you know, I'm not holding my breath. Like, <laughs> I haven't been holding my breath about this thing the entire time. So. Right. I think we should sweeten the pot. And what we should do is we, we should say, OK, 
we will allow the Republicans will allow the witnesses to testify. Mm -hmm. And in exchange, the Democrats will allow Hunter Biden to explain why he's on the uh, why he's on the board of directors of Ukrainian gas company, despite his crack convictions. (laughs) (laughs) Because money. Yeah, because a lot of senators, cokehead kids just, you know, know a lot about selling a natural gas in eastern europe it's true right? it's true that's every other podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not yeah, about yeah. the kennedy assassination it's about their connects in eastern Bloc. if if you're a senator's kid working for like as a consultant or mm-hmm. being on the board of some bullshit shady industry that's like their podcasting mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah like lower middle class guys like middle class and down guys in their 30s they get into podcasting because it's like eh, it's just something I could do and right. if you went to like Harvard and your dad has like a statue of him built on Harvard's campus you work for the Ukrainian yeah, National like, Gas oh Park. yeah I work for a think tank in Moldova and I paid $600,000 a year in Bitcoin. It started mm-hmm. as a YouTube channel yeah. as, as <laughs> Senator's son, and like then all of a sudden, you know, Ukrainian oil president. I mean, uh, story as old as time, right? I, I've actually I've accused uh, Hunter Biden of, of being a cokehead many times, and I actually I I think he was arrested for cocaine possession once or twice. So I shouldn't drag him on that because recovery is always possible. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's true. It's true. And we're a pro recovery podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get the help you need. That's Hunter. why he should testify in front of Congress. Yeah, <laughs> see no, how, I, see how many days sober that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so I think that's about that's probably the insight we have on the. So keep keep your eye on the Trump hearings. Yeah. Um, not not to be removed. I mean, that's clearly the yeah. The end I mean, all of this. yeah. I, I don't know. Even if I think Bolton says, I like no, he did that. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you sure? Yeah, no, he did that. Like like so he just withhold like funds from them because he wanted to investigate the Bidens, yeah. If if this was hip hop in three years, Hunter <laughs> Biden and Trump would put out a a, a single together, like mm-hmm. a, a hot single. It'd be a yeah. Meek Mill Drake move. Yeah. At this point, you know, called Ukraine Oil. You I know. do remember that conversation. Which we one's have Meek where... Mill? Which one's Drake? Oh God, that okay. Which no, one's... it's obvious. Trump is Drake because oh. uh, both <laughs> Trump and Drake are people who have had a. Uh, wildly inappropriate sexual affairs with underage girls and then, <laughs> and then Meek Mill what? yeah and then Hunter's and then, gonna serve time Mill, it's true uh, <laughs> no one knows who the fuck that is and no one really cares I'm laughing because it's 100% yeah, 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 yeah. true oh. facts Drake is make sure you get one before you R. buy the Kelly car. of 2030 <laughs> um in our without the P I'll give him that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I almost played his new track too with Future. It's it's called Life Is Good. So, Life Is Good parentheses for now. Right, it's all like Drake. Stop inappropriately touching uh, until I'm on fucking Dra- D- right. Dateline. Oh. Did you see the fucking form letter that uh, that? It's it's well it's it's not really genuine it's it's it might be genuinely creepy it might just be generic but uh like someone got a hand of a hold of um like a form letter that Obama sent to Drake being like hey thank you for wishing Malia a sweet sixteen we oh told- my god did you see that <laughs> no. no no and that could just be that Drake had like his secretary was like yeah. we will you know you're famous enough that you could say right thank sweet the 16. black president's daughter yeah but or if, but <laughs> if Drake 16. was like make sure she knows I know that she's 16 that's like oh no. shit yeah. that it's, is no. that is insane 
it's questionable. And he did text. He did. You know, Billie Eilish came out and said that they were texting, and everyone got mad. But then it is she is officially eighteen now. Yeah, so but he did it before dead, she was eighteen. I guess well, it's a dead the story. real the real side <laughs> of shadiness. If if he stopped when she turned eighteen. De- oh, Drake. Wow. Started from the bottom, R- now we're here. Yeah, to, it, in order to remove suspicion, Drake <laughs> should further keep, below the bottom. <laughs> he should keep texting Billie Eilish. <laughs> right, there you go. Yeah. Until she's 35, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's an appropriate time. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of inappropriate thoughts about women, let's move on to the debates that just occurred in January. Okay, yeah. And before we get into our conversation, I have a little clip about uh, a moment that occurred between the moderator... Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, and here we go. And Senator Sanders, Senator Warren confirmed in a statement that in 2018, you told her that you did not believe that a woman could win the election. Why did you say that? Well, as a matter of fact, I didn't say it. Uh, And I don't want to waste a whole lot of time on this, because this is what Donald Trump and maybe some of the media want. Uh, Anybody knows me, knows that it's incomprehensible that I would think that a woman could not be president of the United States. Senator Sanders, I do want to be clear here. You're saying that you never told Senator Warren that a woman could not win the election. That is correct. Senator Warren, what did you think when Senator Sanders told you a woman could not win the election? Okay, that's my favorite moment. So you're telling me you didn't say this. Okay. Hey, lady, when he said this to you, <laughs> right? Like, wow, just ignore it. So that, you know, at that moment. And then, of course, she, you know, states that, you know, it's it's tough time being a politician as a woman. And it's, you know, but uh, so that moment happened in the last debate. It kind of like kind of took its life of its own as far as um, and then the, the lack of handshake afterwards. Uh, what other moments we can talk about the ins and outs of that. But what other moments stood out to you? Uh, from the last debate, uh, only six members on the uh, stage, one of whom I didn't even know is in the race. The guy who sat on the far left. Who? Tom Steyer? Yeah. Like, uh, what's his deal? He's a billionaire. He's a big time <laughs> billionaire. And he's, okay, have you, okay, have you been following the Tom Steyer, Michael Bloomberg insanity? No. About how no. They've, they've, they've both spent $300 million dollars. Jesus. So yeah, uh, Tom Steyer and Bloomberg have spent three hundred million dollars, which is like absolutely shattered all primary spending records. And I think Steyer's punching in at like three point two, which is enough for him to stay in the race, mm-hmm. or he's just direct, or he's, or there's just few enough, few enough people left that they're letting him in, and then they're not letting Bloomberg on the debate stage anymore because he's polling too low. Mm. Uh, yeah, the billionaires are not doing too hot in the in the election right here. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because yeah. he's got to be below one or one point five or something. I think Steyer's punching in at like fifteen percent in like the South Carolina primary mm. or oh. something like that. Very so. specific. I did hear yeah. that um, Bloomberg's strategy wasn't to go after like the first four. Yeah, it's, kinda... it's shoot for Super Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I did find it a little hilarious and also disturbing that he had an ad on Hulu. Dude, and <laughs> I have been getting crushed with uh, Hulu or not Hulu, uh, YouTube ads for Bloomberg. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Although yeah. I do like his stance on large sodas. <laughs> I, I am I mean, in favor of banning those. It, it actually, yeah. yeah, I know that. Actually, I know everyone hated on that, but it's like, no. I mean, America's fat and doesn't know what to do with itself. So, and like, in all honesty, I think Bloomberg would be the guy who'd be crushing the race in like alternate universe. 
America or something. Yeah. Like, I, like right. in most timelines, Bloomberg and like Biden are shooting it out right now mm-hmm. or whatever in this election where it things didn't get really weird and we're like, oh yeah, our we're our preferred candidate is a 112-year-old Jewish communist from Vermont. <laughs> That's the guy we're having the big debate about. Well, because the Zillennials love him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Millennials love him. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Just He's for... so fucking hot. <laughs> running, running through. Style icon. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, him and Larry David, man. You know, like uh, the, the SNL Biden. Oh, yeah. if they've ever Bernie. kissed. Yeah, I know. Or when will they kiss? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I wonder out of okay, out of all of the major like political figures and their SNL doppelgangers, Ooh. I wonder what percentage of them have fucking seriously thought about having the other one killed, like the comedian <laughs> killed. Okay, well, definitely Trump and yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his, it's it's uh, Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Alec yeah. Baldwin. Yes, that's definitely. Come oh, well, across. Trump didn't think about it. He like went in on like his third day and was like, "We should kill Alec Baldwin." <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, that's really funny that you said that." Uh, like fucking liquidate everyone who heard him say that. <laughs> right. Right. Well. <laughs> Don't worry, that's just him sundowning. It's fine. <laughs> and I mean, Biden, it's uh, it's a throwback because it's Jason Zudakis so, yeah, c- oh, coming yeah. back for, yeah. for that bit. Um, San- I, I feel like Sanders is like, oh, you know, he- I love Curb. Like, I feel like Larry David should be to um, Bernie Sanders the same way that uh, Peel was to Obama in that one skit. Just like oh, what yeah. Obama's really thinking. Yeah. I think Larry David needs to be back there just be like, no, this is what I really think. <laughs> and like, just like cursing people out. Jordan Peel, the greatest graduate of Comedy Central of all time. Yeah. I mean. Oh, I think it might have been Key then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh-oh. It's the other one. Uh, uh, I'm literally j- racking my brain to think of anyone else who's been on Comedy Central I mean, other than d- Key and Peele and Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, yeah, who just won a Mark Twain Prize and the his third Grammy in a row. So oh, yeah, and John He's Stewart. definitely Damn. in the... He's probably yeah. the best graduate of... I would say Jordan Peele, though, winning a, an Oscar and then, mm-hmm. and then getting nominated this year. Pretty pretty close. Probably second, though, yeah. I don't know. I really liked Reno 911, though. And all, that was a still, stellar oh, cast. Oh, that show was That's hilarious. Solid. That guy with the sunglasses, I hope he's doing well. I hope he's doing well. <laughs> well. Okay, yeah. what are we talking? We're talking about uh, uh, why uh, women not being able to be president <laughs> or something. <laughs> well, okay, and just to give some context, if we use uh, the realpolitics.com website, which likes to compile, so they yes. have the Kenny Pock uh, Morning Consult, Emerson, ABC News, Fox News, Econo- Economist, YouGov, Monmouth, and CNN polls. If you average those, uh, you got Biden still leading the pack at 28.4. Sanders now polling in second at 23. Warren polling 14.9. Now, due to this, this is the interesting thing. I think a lot of this has to do with those YouTube videos that we've been seeing. Oh. Bloomberg's pulling in at eight. Oh. So he's might become a factor in this February. Uh, I don't know if they've already made the uh, the the list of candidates for the February debate. There is one more debate that's going to occur. Budigig, 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 Budigage, six point nine. Yang Gang, four point six. Yang Gang, Klobuchar at four point three. <laughs> Steyer, our man, billionaire, 1.9. Gabbard still pulling at 0.9. Bennett at 0.6. And Delaney at 0.3. Can a woman become president? Yes. uh, Well, I mean, like, 
Yeah, a woman got the majority of votes in an election. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like mathematically, of course, a woman could become president. Yeah, you know, like, and and I mean, Hillary, you know, definitely not a change candidate. So running running in a, a change election. Uh, but I've always said on this show, if you went if you went on paper, probably the most qualified candidate for president we've ever had. Oh, of course. Yeah, but like, what is? I mean, like, what is qualified to be president? You that, know, that well now I that mean, now that Trump Lincoln, served for four Abraham years, Abraham Lincoln, our greatest president. I mean, he was illiterate and uh, had no arms. Uh, when he <laughs> <became> president. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, and, and he, yeah. I mean, and, if you think about it, for like half of the country's history, most of the previous work experience people had before becoming president was air quotes air quotes gentleman planter right. so like that's what right. used to, that's what like that's what like george washington that's what his qualification was was yeah. like i bossed around all these people i owned now i can boss you around that's you know? true so. and i did hear a fact that andrew or abraham lincoln didn't have any followers on instagram none yeah. zero none. or twitter yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean yeah. how can you be famous yeah. without followers on instagram yeah. Yeah. i mean i know that's what i'm saying so he would never win <laughs> um but yeah I, do you have any thoughts on more on the debate before we get into our episode after our uh, well, 25 minute intro? Well, what I found interesting about that whole thing <laughs> is just like the the amount of vitriol and anger that I saw everywhere. Like it was um, so basically, if you were a Bernie Sanders fan, you basically, or I want to say you, but like Bernie Sanders fans, I saw were basically like, no, he would never say that. Why are you saying this? Oh, it must be because I feel like there's this really big chip on the shoulder of like even not even just like bernie stands or bernie bros but just people who think that we want a more progressive and more forward thinking more like super left which people would be like it's too radical for some things right um sort of position and because they feel it's too radical even like moderates uh are coming at it in a way that are making it so that people don't want it so there's kind of that defensiveness there but i also felt as though that people who were elizabeth warren fans were very upset and deeply hurt by it and took it seriously i know some people would say like yeah bernie gets the nomination i will i won't vote for him uh they're like i will canvas for him i'll try to get him more votes but i will not vote for him because he said that that's Um, a really weird stance to take yeah like i will do anything (laughs) i can to help you defeat trump but i personally (laughs) fucking hate you (laughs) yeah Luckily, I live in California, so Where whichever yeah. dim gets elected <laughs> is gonna be elected. We're good. Yeah. Right. So I found I found it interesting, and like it was one of those things where whenever a big event like that happens, I go, I'm gonna check in with you in two weeks, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> because it's kind of like I don't I want to let everything settle down. I want to see like what actually happened. And honestly, I I don't like w- w- one thing I noticed in that clip there is that um, Warren said that Bernie said that a woman couldn't win the election, right? And then people have taken that and kind of telephoned it into like a woman couldn't win. The presidency point blank ever right like and he might it might when it was in 2018 yeah so so yeah we don't know the exact context of that that was a full 20 months ago (laughs) i know know. 14 right wait kamala harris was still in the run yeah (laughs) right (laughs) 
Uh, but then, like, there's been people, like, Tulsi Gabbard came out and said, like, Bernie told me I should run, right? And then there was a whole thing about <laughs> Bernie telling all uh, Warren. What if he just tells all the candidates that? He's like, eh, Biden, uh, you shouldn't run. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win. No, 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 no. No, 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 no one's no, going to no, elect a vice president. She should run, not oh, shouldn't run. Oh, okay. Right? That, and so, so like, yeah, it, it's a... Yeah, d- I, d- I hate it when things are he said, she said, and then when he said, she said, things become about identity politics. Mm. Because then it becomes weird and murky, and then you just be like, but no, you shut up. Like, that's how I feel like it comes to sometimes, and that's where I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm still voting for Bernie because I like his policies. <laughs> I am going to vote for Bernie Sanders in every election that he is alive in and then two after he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because you, like me, probably have student loan debt. No, Actually, no, I don't. I just... <laughs> Because I would do the same simply from that fact. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, folks. So that is our segment callbacks, guys. So now we're officially in the episode number 87. I'm only voting for him because I'm stridently pro-Jewish but (laughs) anti-Zionist. So that's my my angle right there. I firmly support only American Jews. (laughs) Which was the, it's the subject of volume three of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, about yeah, that yeah. stance, too. That's so true. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, uh, Andrew, our guest today, is from the Kings of Democracy podcast. He also is a comedian, which is funny, because you haven't been funny at all this whole episode. I know. I'm so, pretty not yeah, fucking that, funny. That uh, laughter was not genuine yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, that's, it's Chaz's laughter. That's easy, man. <laughs> No, uh, no, and uh, you're also part of uh, a, a local show. I think you're still part of the Fremont Troll Fremont Farm. Fremont Troll Farm, still going alive. Yeah, every uh, Friday at seven at um, at a ball at a ball. Oh, in, in, yeah, in Fremont. Yeah, free show. Get there free- early. Just yeah. just after they set up the chairs because the, they go fast. Folks. We get yeah, it's limited seating. Yeah. It's very exclusive. Only the cool kids get in. It's true. So if you are there, that means you are cool. You and are. I approve of you. you but if you do not come, then you are not approved of. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like the messages that are secretly made for candidates. Not yeah, <laughs> this message. Uh, but on the show, uh, I had you on the show. Uh, fan of yours, been around the comedy scene. I I did open mics. I I say did now because it's been like six months. So I feel like maybe that maybe I retired maybe yeah i don't, that, I don't oh, do no. open mics anymore maybe either. that chapter, i don't have the patience that I, chapter is closed i'm not perhaps. gonna spend any more of my precious life sitting in a fucking poorly lit bar watching the stupidest least funny people i've ever seen <laughs> try to make this rape take work you know like oh, no. stand up is garbage shout out to uh, the comedy creator at uh, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, this rape take, take. yeah wow oh that man. Is, nah, that's not all that stand up is but no, it's that's it's, that's the bad. bottom third of it. It is. It is pretty bad. And that's the loudest third. Uh, it is loud. That is true. That the the people that have the least to say are, say it the loudest. Oh yeah, and and they're the worst at saying it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but with that, uh, graduation from the uh, open mic scene. Uh, I've I listened uh, recently came across your show. I can't remember how. I think maybe your Instagram started promoting it, and then that's how I kind of got led to it. I probably it. forcefully force shoved it down your throat via like three uh, degrees separated Facebook friends when you, I when you posted the original. posted and, and messaged everybody I knew. And uh, and I think I avoided it. For, I, well, okay, because I should it, do more Instagram promoting. If that's went, what got you, shit. Yeah, I, sh- it, I should do more Instagram. It went promoting. through. It went through a, cha- a name change. It was WTF. It was WTF is in America, but Facebook 
wouldn't let me run ads that imply profanity. <laughs> and then also I realized I, whenever I was on a show and I told anyone the name, they never said it correctly. So yeah. the, I would tell it to them and then they would be like, oh yeah, it's called What is an American? And I was like, this is a dumb name. So yeah. we changed it to Kings of Democracy, yeah. which we get a lot of dumb people being like, there's no king in democracy. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, you know how comedy works. Yeah, now. you know how fucking <laughs> dramatic irony works, huh? right? Just no kings of comedy, but yeah. you know there is a show called that. Yeah. <laughs> comedy is a uh, democratic republic system. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a parliament. Yeah. Uh, it's a Zionist movement. <laughs> no. Uh, Actually, demo- comedy is is very much a monarchy where one person just takes charge and stays on top until mm-hmm. people are like, "We can take this guy down." That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so through that, uh, I recognized there was a political side to it. And so, uh, I thought bring you on, talk about, we're talking about politics. We try to make it funny as best we can. Uh, Chaz really cares about the issue. That's why we have whiteboards and equipment is because of Chaz. Right. If it was, if it was up to me, it would just be my laptop and audacity. So, uh, we, (laughs) we've expanded a little bit. Uh, and so that's, yeah, we're glad to have you on the show. Um, so let's start with whatever topic Chaz is kind of on your mind. I have a pitch for one if you're not. I mean, uh, I mean, other than like talking about like, I'm just waiting for the Iowa caucus that's, to happen. That's what I was going to say. So yeah, yeah throw ahead. So. And, and because you've done a couple episodes on the current episodes of yeah. Kings of Democracy center around running for president. So uh, you guys have talked about the Iowa caucus. I just listened to your second episode. Why don't you tell us kind of your kind of uh, bulletin notes about yeah. the Iowa caucus? Well, so, yeah, we are in part two of a three-part series about the, the process of running for president. We just did the episode that covers the Iowa caucus to sort of the post-convention run, the, lead, the kind of the early general. Right. Um, the Iowa caucus is very weird. Nuts. It is not particularly democratic uh, democratic. It is more or less of a, a fraud perpetrated on the American people <laughs> and it is largely just a media event. Yeah. Uh, so the the Iowa caucus is very weird because it is worth very few delegates in the overall scheme of how delegates how many delegates I think it's worth like 50 right and there's like 2,000 delegates total? <laughs> uh, I think, like, of all delegates, you can get, I think it's 4,010. And yeah. you need uh, 2,380 to get the nomination. Yeah, yeah. So Iowa is not, and then also, Iowa is also... 45. 45, yeah, yep. out of out of out 2,000. Out 4,366. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Iowa is not worth, <laughs> Iowa is not worth a lot of delegates, um, and the Iowa, uh, the caucus system, they use what is called a Walken caucus, which is, it's <laughs> not so, starring Christopher Walken, yeah. which would make it a much better caucus. So, I mean, the caucus system is not particularly democratic. It's a weird sort of like electoral college, but of like neighborhoods inside a county sort of thing. It's like, I mean, I don't even really fully understand how it works. And I kind of didn't care to figure it out because once I started reading about it, I was like, this is nuts. Well, it's it's like, it's literally a vestige of colonial democracy Mm -hmm. when like everyone would get together and vote in public. 
That's it, it's literally right. a vestige of like 1760s democracy where you would meet in church and be like, Doug is the mayor, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just been like, it's just been slightly gussied up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the re- Doug is the county commissioner. Yeah. <laughs> the, the reason why the Iowa caucus matters in the fucking slightest is that it's because it's first. Yep. That's the only, and it's literally the media needs to report on something. Yeah, uh, the 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 thing that really matters is the New Hampshire primary, which follows, which it. is an actual people actually vote on like ballots mm-hmm. on yeah. that. That's a much bigger deal. Which in general, New Hampshire is a crazy yeah, se- like well, yeah, state. I mean, in New general. Hampshire's New Hampshire's a weird state because its Republicans tend to be more libertarian, and its people on the left tend to lean more left. But again, everything is always changing. So I mean, the the, the entire primary structure has been deliberately set up by the parties. To sort of guarantee that weirdos don't win, yeah, uh, because so, Iowa is a traditionally more conservative state. It's sort of in the Midwest, so it. And then what, what you do is you go Midwest, so like Iowa's like eighty percent white and very rural, and traditionally rural was the big backer of the both Republican and Democratic parties. That vote mattered a lot to them, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then it went to New Hampshire, which was traditionally, I think, a very solidly Republican state. And then up until a couple of years ago, it went to South Carolina. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about like three kind of screen outs for any weird candidate. And, and now it goes to Nevada. Now it goes to Nevada. Yeah. And I think Nevada, this election, Nevada might become kind of the make or break one because it's pretty purple. It's a pretty purple. It's state. a pretty purple state. It also has much more reflective racial demographics, and it also has a much higher urban rural split. Like mm. Las Vegas dominates it so much. Yeah. So that like, I mean, in <laughs> Iowa, like it blows my mind that we still have the, the Democrats, the still have it in Iowa when it's like, boy, we sure want to give rural Democrats a huge voice in who we pick for president because they're <laughs> definitely a huge chunk of our voting block that are really going to show right, up. Right, because you know yeah. all those parts of Brooklyn that are uh, rural rural, yeah. and, <laughs> and California. Well, you know, I mean, non-republic, <laughs> non-Republican rural yeah. areas. I don't know, man. I mean, that seems like in America right now, it does seem like uh, ideologically, like if you're in a city, you're probably more likely to be liberal no you're overwhelmingly like more likely to be liberal and now the thing with trump so there's no more there's like the the 2016 election was essentially the end of rural democrats and then now what's happening is the democrats are starting to creep into the suburbs Mm. so the major gains that were seen by the democrats in the 2018 election were in traditionally like light red suburbs like the suburbs of like oklahoma city or Mm -hmm. birmingham or birmingham yeah Yeah. is where they're starting to see the major gains yeah so okay so so iowa is uh is nutty and uh the whole system is very nutty it's very stupid it's very poorly (laughs) done it's very easy to manipulate but it's also like it'd be way harder to do any other at least change any other system right you know right that does bring up a good interesting segue for washington because Washington used to caucus. Yeah. Now we're going to vote like I, regularly. I went to the caucus last year. Me it too. fucking rules. Caucuses are awesome. <laughs> because people have to stand up for their opinions. They have to be... I, when I went to the caucus, there were like three Clinton kids there. They were like teenagers. And they were like very clean cut they were uh-huh. they looked like young Democrats. Like yes. they looked like they were from an ad. Like one of the girls had the like half the head shaved over the side haircut. Okay. okay. You know, and one of the guys was wearing a bow tie and they're like, We're voting for Hillary Clinton, the first female president. And then in our caucus was this woman who was missing a fucking leg from the Iraq war. Oh jeez. And she was just like, I'm voting for Bernie. <laughs> and it was just like, Behold the fallacy of your beliefs, child. 
Right. And if it had been in a primary, those kids would have never had to justify, I don't know, whatever. Being together it was just, in yeah. public. Yeah. It was like, just wonderful to see. He is a little disappointed. I don't get to go there. I'm like, no, I support this policy. I so just support this policy. Did you guys policy. go to the same caucus or were there multiple caucuses? There's, there's one caucus. Well, there's no. There's the, a caucus is the individual event for like a precinct. Yes. But collectively, they're referred to a caucus because you can't make caucus plural because it would just be caucus. What's caucuses? C- caucus. Yeah, caucuses is the plural. You can't have caucusi. <laughs> caucus. <laughs> yeah, there's so many cocks in this thing. You know, I was at the coxes. Uh, all cocks now. Uh, so, okay, so where was the one that you went to, Jess? I went to the one in Belltown. Okay, and where was the one that you went I was to? in Shoreline. So okay. I'm still oh. registered to vote up in Shoreline because I have a vicious grudge against this dumb bitch on city council up there. <laughs> I am planning, I'm going to vote her out one of these days. <laughs> Oh, I refuse to okay, change my Let's call her out by name. What is the name of this person? Well, actually, I don't want to call her out because I'm really just mad at her kid because her kid was mean to me in high school. Wow. <laughs> oh so my I voted God. against her. That's oh the my. only it's the only oh race I vote Republican on. Which is funny because And the I, guy the idiots only get like twelve percent of the vote because she does a great job and has been like the city councilman for like eighty years, scandal free of like D de- not eighty years. She's been in charge for like twenty years mm-hmm. and it's been like fine. Shoreline <laughs> hasn't destroyed itself. Right. But I just still want to cast that vote against the kid, which is yeah. funny, too, because, I mean, I guess you can blame her, you know, because parenting. Yeah, she made the mm-hmm. Well, no, because she was so dedicated to making Shoreline a good place that her kid turned out to be a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, well, so I guess I'm really making the case for her. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, because it was like, what, 2016 when it happened? And I had, well, yeah, I should have probably changed my address before then because I was living in Greenwood at the time. Right. And so I should have been. The difference is between Belltown and Greenwood. I mean, the. the, the <laughs> It depends on. There's gonna be a huge shift from being eighty percent for Bernie to being seventy five percent for Bernie. Right, right, right. I mean, they do have a car show uh, here during Pride Week, and a lot of people think it's like a detour for people that have opinions against Pride Week. Ooh, wanna... how long before that is like the take though? Yeah, I, I mean, Ooh, I, that's that not. Is... You haven't been the first person to make that well, observation. There was a there was a little bit of like a micro stink online about how like a bunch of dumb kids from like Oberlin who don't really count they tried to like protest the St. Patrick's Day parade is like a white power parade oh. and, it, yeah, and it just it, like it was like the top story for like a week on Breitbart because they love it when dumb college kids do dumb college kid things and right. they're like they're coming for you yeah, yeah that's, that's the whole shtick yeah. but I wonder There's how a- long it is before like BuzzFeed is like we went down to a white power car rally <laughs> and it's just like a collection of dads being like yeah that's a Hemi right there. Yeah, what kind of Hemi? A fascist Hemi? Yeah, yeah. He said yes after that question. But we actually had so much in common. We both <laughs> like hot dogs. Americans of all different stripes. Uh, who would have thought that we have more in common? Blah, blah, blah. I, I find that hilarious because it usually happens right around my birthday, like Pride Weekend. Is if my week, like my birthday is June twenty fifth, and oh, if yeah. June twenty fifth is on Saturday. Pride Weekend in Capitol Hill and the auto show happening in the same day. And sometimes I go to both. Like, you know, cars are cool. <laughs> right? I, I, like that. I like I only went to the, the Pride Parade once. And it's intense, just it's similar to like the Capitol Hill block party. Yeah, it's just a bunch of brands. It's, it's just a bunch of brands. It's too and much. Like, yeah. yeah, well, it's just like, it's all this is is like Boeing, here's our gay employees or whatever. <laughs> and it's, 
You know, all of the politicians who are like, we're not going to do shit for any other cause, but as long as we surround ourselves with gay people, we can paint ourselves as progressive. I mean, we don't do shit else. Oh, wow. That, that is a criticism also, people have. Also, I did get in trouble. I didn't get like in actual trouble, but um, uh, a couple of years ago, Shama Sawant was marching in the parade as a city mm-hmm. and she had furries marching with her. Oh, and I booed the furries. <laughs> and someone thought I was booing Shama Sawant. Oh, and no. then I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm fine with her. I'm just booing the furries, you know, the people with the alternative sexuality of pride, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, my God. And so I was like, meh. Not my scene. Not, you know? my, not my scene. I mean, scene. I think I think some people would be okay with you booing her. Like not not because like some people just dislike her because she's a very vocal socialist person. Yeah. No. But because of like I heard recently that allegedly that she takes her money and when she donates it to charity, it's her partner's charity. Right. And that's like I don't know enough. Yeah, but that's also standard political <laughs> like <laughs> right. that's what you do. Yeah. Is that like okay, this is one of my hottest takes. Is that <laughs> I think the standards for American politicians, there's so much like gross, dumb, meaningless shit we expect them to do that they just have, they, and then they just do it in these ways where it's like, you know, it's like, uh, every Veterans Day, the president has to go lay a reef at the Tomb of the Unknown <laughs> Soldier, just like every regular American does. Right. And it's like, no, we, we insist that our politicians don't act like real people. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to publicly donate money to charity, which I don't do, but you should do, because you <laughs> have to be this thing and it's right. like, no, like I really want a yeah. politician that says fuck a lot I'm sorry yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, which I, I, technically <laughs> Trump said motherfucker at one point so like, yeah but I need like I want someone <laughs> to go up on a debate stage and not be like you know I think I really want this policy I'm, I want somebody yeah. to be like fuck you motherfuckers yeah right let me tell you why this shit is the shit right now like I want <laughs> yeah. someone he's, like that he's waiting for RZA to run for president if I am elected <laughs> I will make Iran suck my fucking dick <laughs> I want I want to be able to elect the entire Wu-Tang Clan as president because they aren't nothing to fuck with. I am going to shit on <laughs> Medicare's fucking tits, okay? <laughs> Newly formed tits. Newly formed. And, Wait, what? and they're proud of them. Oh my god. Oh Your my. kids are going to be going to schools so new and so clean you could lick come off the goddamn motherfucking floor. <laughs> Which will be there because they don't serve milk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I will suck Satan's cold 10-pound fucking dick before we put Steve Jobs on the motherfucking $20 bill. Andrew Merklinghouse, approve this message. Yes, yeah. right. That's, that's what I want out of our presidency. Like, there's all this pop and circumstance. Like, you know, you know when you at home and you mad about shit. Like, when you're watching Grey's Anatomy, right, and Miranda Bailey did some dumb shit, you ain't like some calm ass person you're like fuck this oh why are you like this yeah (laughs) i guess i mean pete Buttigieg, and then like his era pete Buttigieg looks like he says damn on the debate (laughs) stage to be like i'm so damn mad about (laughs) trump he's like "Ooh, i pulled that move it's gonna do so well i said damn i'm the angriest because i said damn he considers a dab and he's like no i won't i won't i won't i won't uh, but his era, like, because he's probably too young for this election. It probably won't happen for him. But mm-hmm. it's interesting kind of po- polling that way towards, like, the minimum age of the presidency. When that generation hits, which currently he's essentially my age, so it's going to be the generation just after it's us. It's going to be so awesome. We're going to skip 
Gen X. We're going straight from boomers to millennials. Yeah, yeah. yeah Gen yeah. X, they're never getting a present. No, I mean, Gen yeah. X was jaded anyway. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> there is never going to be a president who, like, never mind changed their lives when it came out. <laughs> right, you know? right. Whose Breakfast Club was a movie they saw when they were nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Well, on this show, uh, uh, just as a side note on the New Hampshire thing, the thing I was going to mention about it is they have 400 members of their House of Representatives, Yeah, which is nearing the number of House of Representatives for our entire country. Yeah, like that state isn't even that big. What? Yeah, what? yeah. Where did they come from? And then 24 senators. <laughs> it's the, they're like, I, so Where I studied politics at Portland from? State, sure. which, you know, is, is like a... You know, Dude, state governments are so goofy. Yeah, legislatures. Are, yeah. I mean, those well, are the powerhouse of democracy. Yeah, mm-hmm. is is it's, all like, and this is also everyone's always talking about like, oh, what's the take and the angle on the presidency? And it's like you don't realize the person who's really fucking your life over right now. The governor. It's not Trump. It's like a it's your county commissioner. Oh, for sure. Who like hates his ex wife's brother in law's concrete company, so he won't repave the fucking streets. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's right. what politics actually yeah. is. Is Which, goobers who got elected once like 15 years ago and have just been coasting ever since. Right, which mm-hmm. we talk about that all the time on the show. We actually tell people to go local. Like, Yeah, no, all Ch- the time. Chaz goes to town hall meetings and stuff and right. the, the things that happen there. I have my grudge against the one city <laughs> yeah. council person. No, I'm jealous of the globally, passion to which locally. You, you have. Yes, exactly. And as we've said, we, had, uh, we, we did two episodes on Facebook Live and one of the commenters said, bring up the importance of uh, school boards. Yeah. That, that's oh, yeah. that's probably the ultimate kind of lo- most localized level of government. Yeah. And it moves up from there. And uh, well, school boards are also and I, I've run into a little bit this a little bit in research for the podcast and then also just sort of like in my general life. Uh, I was like school boards are where so many of the culture war bullshit issues in America are fought mm-hmm. because you can yeah. get on like a rural county school board so with like 4,000 votes. Oh yeah. So if you get like on like, you know, the, you know, the Tuscaloosa County, you know, fucking deep middle of nowhere, Arkansas school board, you can just pass a leg- like a law being like, Oh, according to our history textbooks, slavery never happened. Like right. and you can just do that. You can just make shit disappear. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, on a school board. Yeah, curriculum control, the length of school days, the S- length of the school spending year, spending a shit ton of money on fucking sports, requirements yes. for athletics, and yeah. what they have to yeah take. Like you'll find that like football players in Alabama take fucking like two classes. Yeah, you know, and it's like both times they're like the history of paper making, which I firmly <laughs> support because I- soccer is a very dangerous threat to the combat readiness of America. <laughs> <laughs> I firmly believe that <laughs> soccer soccer is a European plot to oh. convince American women that soccer players are more attractive than like right tackles right. and thus undermine our combat readiness. They've <laughs> given up the butts because the thing was the pants in football made yeah. the butts look yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're just giving up the butts for the hair, for the quaffed hair. Yeah. Yeah. Those dumb, stupid, and they're like, Fuck oh. Fuck the quaffed, go back oh, to the butts. Oh, soccer players, they're so good at running. Oh, that's <laughs> not going to keep you safe. That's like when the shit hits the fan. You're going to be hoping that fucking J.J. Watt is fucking... <laughs> barreling down just swatting bullets yeah. out of the air you know catching grenades and then He's, throwing them yeah. yeah oh man you think fucking what you think ronaldo is gonna like get on the fucking war truck from mad max and do anything and save anyone no no, no. they don't they don't 
do that kind of shit. No, yeah. it's true. That is true. Oh, man. Like, and uh, I played soccer for 12 years. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I like to interrupt our show with a segment that's a little less important than the rest of it. Uh, today, I, I want to bring up a little bit of Disney for multiple of, ti- of, of reasons. One, I think Disney Plus has peaked. I think now that everyone's watched The Mandalorian... And we've seen how racist the old movies are. <laughs> it's probably peaked. Well, I think unless we want to watch Songs of the South tonight, in which uh, case we probably should. No, I think that there is an infinite amount of content that can be built out of Star Wars. Like, I mean, for example, you know, we had the Mandalorian, so we know about Boba Fett now, and they had Baby Yoda along with Yoda. So, but what's do the, we need a Yoda? young Baby Yoda movie? Right? Uh, yes. Boom. Yeah. That's a. I mean, that is clearly something that Disney should spend several million dollars, several tens of millions of dollars to develop, and then you know, uh, fire the director multiple times while it's in production, and so on and so forth. Because there's an I personally would support an infinite amount of Star Wars content, regardless of quality, which is always the highest. Uh, yeah, so I would agree that they definitely have um, kind of a, a large library to go with, and I definitely young Greedo. All I can say is young <laughs> yeah. Greedo. Or wait, which one's Greedo? He's the guy who gets shot in the first in uh, A New Hope by Han Solo at the cantina. Ah, uh, oh, Han shot first. Yeah, um, but did he? But did he? No. Oh, we could have a young Han's gun movie. <laughs> where, it's, where did Han get that gun from? What did <laughs> that gun true. do before the, it was Han Solo's gun? And the gun's like, and it's testifying. It's like, I only shoot second. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, there and, is an infinite number of Star Wars movies that can be made. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, and they're definitely going to make a lot of them because they, they paid four good. billion dollars for Star Wars. So four billion. Disney Plus Plus when it releases those shows will would not have peaked. Uh, so Disney Plus that was just a phrase. It's peaked. Uh, I'm you know I mean we're over the racism of the old stuff. We've we're we're over Mandalorian. We've all seen it. Uh, we're not over Baby Yoda yet. The, the saga continues. Uh, the other side of the, the the show is that you did an entire episode we about did two episodes about Disney about Walt Disney, which is is incredible. So yeah. we're gonna get some takes from you uh, about kind of what your favorite uh, bullet points about Disney himself and the Disney legacy. Oh man! And then our favorite, which I want to start with because it's kind of silly. Uh, we love the Disney afternoon here at How You Live. It. Oh yeah! And I want to know if you are familiar with it. I am not familiar with the Disney. Okay, afternoon. so the Disney afternoon was a cartoon series it was mostly in the late 80s to mid to late 90s that came on in the afternoon on uh television one of the programs that's a part of that is DuckTales. i remember DuckTales. okay dark yeah. darkwing duck vaguely remember that tailspin uh all of these shows i thought all of these shows were the same thing uh the original uh gummy bears oh, don't remember yeah. that one bouncing here and there and everywhere uh goof troop yeah, I I didn't have cable as a kid growing up, so I don't I, know if these were cable. I mean, they were probably they started out on cable if and it then was went on, to I, Fox. I've yeah. seen Kids. some of them, yeah. And then uh, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Now, uh, in the early beginning of the show, when we were creating our sitcom How You Living, uh, we talked about How You Living. <laughs> he had a job. He lost. Uh, <laughs> we we, uh, we love theme songs. If I if I start any time by saying "Show me that smile again," we will just automatically sing the theme song from Growing Pains. Oh yeah, I know uh, that song. And uh, yeah, show me that smile. I actually don't know that song. Show, show me, me that, that smile. <laughs> <laughs> don't waste another minute on your crying. Um, uh, we we also know all of the songs. Is that a lyric? 
Yes. That's a horrifying <laughs> lyric. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute <laughs> on your crying. Wait. Oh, my God. That's I'm so Kurt no. Cameron, oh. and I will be raptured. <laughs> Rams, a Romstein version of it. Is, Show me that smile. Like, that would be so great. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. <laughs> well, what if they got something we'll, to cry about? We'll be there in the end. Like, for example, if the rapture happens. The best is ready to be. Wait, do you guys know about Kirk Cousins? Not Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cameron. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Kirk Cameron's oh, yeah. weird second I, oh, career is the seen only the left, Christian movie star. Right. I've seen yeah. the Left Behind movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, our other second favorite thing. Have you seen Fireproof? No. It's insane. <laughs> it's like. It's we like, need to do an episode. It's on like what a space alien. It's what like a space alien <laughs> that is kind of misogynist thinks a good marriage is. Wow. Like yeah, like, Kurt Cameron plays this guy who's, like, a firefighter, mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't like my wife anymore, so I just watch pornography. And then, and then she's like, oh and, then, and then they pray together a whole bunch, and their marriage improves. It's insane. It's bonkers. You know who also started to uh, star in, like, a... Weird uh, Christian related media. Kevin fucking Soros from fucking Hercules. Yes, he yeah. knew exactly who I yeah, was gonna dude. say. Yeah. Yes, Kevin fucking Sorbo. You Sorbo, know him yeah. as Hercules. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. It is so. I I grew up in, in a in an environment that was like definitely not like crazy religious by American standards, but like uh-huh. more, more religious by like Seattle standards. Mm-hmm. So like what what religion? Uh, Christian. Just cr- generic Christian. Yeah. Like I mean, not uh, like, like what Assembly of God, but like who, I don't even know how I don't even different. know what that means yeah, yeah. I don't even know <laughs> yeah. uh, but like th- there is like it, if you're if you're an actor and it's not going well, there is gonna be a day where they're gonna go, okay, so you can do porn or you can be in this teen Christian movie. But if you're in the teen Christian movie, you will never act again because you could bounce back from porn, but you can't bounce count can't bounce, bounce back, back from being in Christian movies. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That because you're just so fucked on the culture war front after that. <laughs> that you're... I know because, but he makes. I think Kurt Cameron makes a decent amount of money on those books oh, yeah. and movies. Well, because those, those movies make phenomenal amounts of money because, like, most Christians feel pretty pretty alienated from a lot of like mainstream culture, mm-hmm. and then this is something that like aggressively panders to them. <laughs> so no matter how shit these movies are, they have to go see them. Which is why like that fucking Heaven for Real movie made like six hundred fucking million dollars. Even with those... Passion of the Christ is yeah. one of the highest. Like, yeah, grossing yeah. movies of all time. Oh man, mm-hmm. I have a, dude, Passion of the Christ is that was that movie is insane. <laughs> it is insane. <laughs> I saw that movie with my church youth group. Oh, we geez. rented out a theater so we could all go watch it and invite people because we thought this would be a good way to like show people what Jesus is all and about. And at that moment, were you how how into the church? Like a scale of one to ten? I was like pretty into it. I was, pretty, I was okay. like teenage, very that the level of religious that like a lot of teenagers are when they're like, hey, I need an identity. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the uh, the pastor apologizing oh, to shit. people after the movie, oh being like, "We're sorry, oh, we shit. did not know what the movie was going to be." <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm a fucked up adult because yeah. when you're supposed to have that identity, I felt I felt like Pete Buttigieg just saying "damn" in the church. I was like, "I ain't give her shit." Like I just said, "shit" in the church. Oh man, I'm hot stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm dangerous. <laughs> yeah, my parents were hippies, so I was yeah, I was raised on the culture of vans and marijuana. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and you'd think that'd make me all put together, but it really didn't. It just really, it made me fight. Wait, were you raised in a religious background? Yeah, kind of. So I mean, okay. so I went to church every Sunday. Yeah. with my dad, 
And I prayed, but I prayed because my dad required it of me. Not Are you I on time it. for shit? In, as, as in general, no. Okay. <laughs> kind of. Like, he runs close to on time. <laughs> I, I have noticed late. that the more religious people, the more religious people are or were the more on time they are uh, it's fan, it's, a, it's an incredible trend i, I had a mormon roommate time. in college he was literally never late yeah i'm he never was, late it was 15 minutes early for everything it was yeah. astounding yeah, yeah for me it depends on he knew when every bus left every terminal it was insane yeah for i me, drive now and i still do know that yeah. <laughs> right for me it depends on the importance of the event and the event is very important, and it requires me to be there is early Is there enough. food or girls there? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> the ladies love it when you're on time. Yeah. <laughs> Punctuality's hot. Right. So so if it's really important, like someone's, well, no, I can't even say someone's wedding. I've been late to people's weddings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but weddings always weddings. start late. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's a wedding? It's forever. You can't really be late. Yeah. <laughs> but, but usually I try to be on time when... Uh, someone's like, yeah, no, you got to be there. You got to set up. You got to be like present. You got to make sure everything's running okay. But if it's kind of like somebody's not going to care if you're on time or not, I'm like, mm, not my problem. <laughs> like, All right, oh but, but Disney, we're talking about DuckTales, <laughs> right? So the long and the short of it, I was going to make him sing one of the famous. It's going to be a goof troop. Okay. Uh, quit your crying. It's goof troop. Yeah, yeah quit. Exactly. No one can uh, hear you scream down here. It's goof troop. Goof troop. I've always I'm 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 always speculative about the goof like are are the goofies black or is it non I mean I mean if you take nineties <laughs> hip hop culture and who was always spray painted on people's shirts at least in Philadelphia it was always like goofy and it was always goofy <laughs> like, okay. like and then like Powerline Powerline is Tevin Campbell so that movie's black as shit. Okay. Right, yeah. like that girl he was into, she black, like she black for sure. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, there's a big there's a big white black divide uh, between Disney characters and uh, actually I, I would say this is more of a class divide: Disney characters and Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're like yeah, middle is Daffy yeah. Duck, black, no. <laughs> we better we better fucking hope not <laughs> okay because he's a he's a black duck yeah. but he's not black okay like, no <laughs> and then foghorn leghorn probably racist no. white foghorn guy leghorn is, yeah he's like <laughs> foghorn this leghorn is, is like yeah, <laughs> so who's the black loony yeah he's like yeah, foghorn oh. leghorn is there like there is no black loony too this was the 1930s <laughs> wait bugs no, <laughs> no, there is no black Oh, that's so messed up, right? Like the first, like yeah, there's no, no, there's... yeah, because the one is <laughs> the the maid lady, and we only see her legs. But that's oh, that's Tom and Jerry, and he's always she's yeah, always and then like yeah. like Mary Melodies, and I don't know if Looney Tunes was related to old like Warner Brothers cartoons. But I just know that a shit ton so. of fucking in the '90s, Taz was huge in the end. Taz NBA. is so oh, Taz was huge. Yeah. I remember how many like Taz how much could shit questionably Taz was in. be. <laughs> oh God, no! no I, I don't I, want somebody I just think fair enough. I just think professional athletes identify with his intensity <laughs> yeah. and like yeah. the frenetic nature of Taz, basketball. Taz is an immigrant. Taz. Though. We need to yeah, respect yeah, him. Yeah, like, Taz is, uh, is an immigrant. He's an immigrant from Tasmania. Yeah, exactly. And fucking Satan. He's a <laughs> yeah. We have got. We have so many irons in the fire right now. Is Disney Afternoon, Warner Brothers, Religion, 
Oh yeah, dude, God. fucking Tasmanians are taking away all those American jobs where you I run know. around in a circle going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know Kirk Cameron canceled Tasmanian Devils. Yeah. Was, oh man, yeah. Okay, yeah, it has well, so we're talking about so, Walt Disney. So what's right? your? So what is your? Okay, so Walt Disney. What are? What are yeah. like three bulletins you got? What did you? What did your takeaway we from did, the Disney and Disney legacy? Yeah, we did. We did a uh, th- two-part series on the life of Walt Disney. Um, I went a little easy on the guy because as I was researching him, I mean, I, we, we don't really delve into like some of the crappier stuff he did. Uh, actually, the three bullet points is a most of the bad stuff you've heard about Walt Disney is not true. Mm, uh, wow. Like, like, uh, he might've killed his mom. No, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's <laughs> all the bad stuff you've like associate with Walt Disney is either not true or it's like. It's that's not the full story. Like right. people will just be like, "Oh yeah, he uh, liked the Nazis or whatever." And like the full story is that like he wanted to do business in Germany up until like basically war was declared, which is not great. But a lot of other people did, and he liked Lenny Riefenstahl's movies, Oof. and he was very anti-communist. But he was also like not. He was like there were tons of people who were pro-Nazi at the time, and he definitely wasn't. So it's like. That's that's tough. He yeah. didn't know how that sentence was gonna end, but yeah. So like everyone's like, oh yeah, they just lump it in with one third or the other, uh, and then like there's a lot of the actual really shitty stuff he did. People know nothing about. Like mm. he took credit for a lot of animation work he didn't do. He fucking <laughs> was a union buster. He oh, wow. fucking hosed people down. Like uh, the 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 woman who did, the woman who did the voice of <clears throat> Snow White. Oh, no. uh, she got paid scale, so she got paid minimum wage. So like, and what became one of the biggest movies of all time? Oh yeah, like yeah, it, <clears throat> it was the first like box office mega mad super hit. I mean that movie. I think she got paid like the equivalent of like forty six thousand dollars for a movie, a movie that grossed like four hundred million. If I'm remembering Jesus. the numbers correctly, yeah, wow. wow. That's yeah, cr- as the main fucking character. Right. Yeah. Because and, back then we didn't care about women. So yeah. It was like, well, yeah. no, back then, like actors back then? were just nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were just cheap and disposable. Sorry. Back then, you know? women couldn't even become president. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, what would be my third? Uh, yeah. And then, like, Walt Disney, he's, he's uh, a very complicated person who, when you read about his life, you are like, thank God all this guy wanted to do was make movies. Because <laughs> there are tons of alternate universes where Walt Disney became like... The, the Hitler of The America. Hitler of America. And yeah. <clears throat> if... I, no, I'm, I don't want to make that joke, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, Walt, Walt Disney, like... Like the psychological influences on his life are so apparent. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, for example, uh, he his mother died of carbon monoxide poisoning in a house he bought for her. Oh, no. And he had his repairman go fix the heater. Right. Right. His mom was like, the house smells funny. He sent some repairmen over. They fixed the house. And then she died of carbon monoxide poisoning like three months after Snow White came out. And it's like, you wonder why Disney movies don't have fucking moms? Because Walt Disney fucking killed his mother three months after his biggest hit. You know? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. But, he, but mean, his like, remains are still he, cryogenically down and night. Even even Goofy didn't have a mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in Goof Troop. Yeah, like, like <laughs> Walt, Walt Disney was this guy who you read about his life, you learn about his life, and you're just like, it's so apparent that when you watch his movies, you can like see his fingerprint just on everything. Yeah. You know, and he he's a very interesting person. Uh, have you did some shitty stuff? 
Have you ever been to any of the theme parks? Yeah. Oh yeah. I went to Disney uh, World as a, Disneyland as a kid a couple of times. Disneyland. What yeah. about you, Chaz? You been to any of the theme parks? I've been to Disney World, but not Disneyland. Okay. Did you in do Florida? That? Did you do the mm-hmm. the Epcot okay. and all that? Yeah, I did Epcot. What, the, I've been twice. The the episode we did started out of I got very interested in Epcot Center because I was very interested in how like this was supposed to be this insane like city. Walt Disney's original plan was to build a city of twenty thousand people. People, and it's literally like you can see his dream where it's authoritarian. There is no democracy there. <laughs> it's like this techno utopia authoritarian futurist dreamscape that Walt Disney designed. That's somehow international. Yeah, that's somehow international. And then he died. And then all of the like bean counters who took over Disney were like, what if there was a food court? You know, they spread <laughs> out from all over the world. You what, know, so. what if we had Spanish minis, yeah. just like in uh, the Spanish dress? He's just a fascinatingly ambitious person. Like he, until the minute he died, he was just getting more and more and more ambitious. Mm. And I think the only reason he did not get involved with politics is that he just thought people were gross and just didn't want to have it. <laughs> he didn't want to have to do like the politician stuff where you go and you're like. Well, voter, how are you? What immigrant groups could I be mean to for you? He wanted to be the guy who was like, I will tell you what you like. Right. Because I know what you actually like, and I can sell it to you. I can sell you whimsy and magic, and I'll make you like it. You huh. know? Which is, and now talking about the tie ins with Star Wars, you know, the legacy of the company leads into today. You know? Yeah. It's still, yeah. it's still like keeping it, and the Marvel movies. Well, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think Walt would have bought Star Wars, but. Uh, or Marvel, probably. Or Marvel, yeah. yeah. I mean, if yeah. Walt Disney was still alive today, he'd be like, what? Like. How do we squash 200- these enterprises? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do we take this back to being me and five other animators spending 200 hours a week drawing Pluto chasing a tail and falling on a cactus? Yeah. It's back to That's Mickey. what people want to see. They want to see Pluto falling yeah. on a cactus. Now, I don't know why I made him sound like a. Old prospect. <laughs> yeah, see? It's my gold and my movies. Um, uh, an odd tie into things we often talk about, which is video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo uh, started as a um, playing card company in Japan, and their first patented uh, deck of cards that was like popular were Mickey Mouse on the back of the Damn. Nintendo cards. Yeah. Yeah, isn't so te- Nintendo like 200 years old or something weird te- like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so technically... It, they're you also could tra- gangster shit. Yeah, <laughs> you could trace, you could trace the... Yeah, they're like Yakuza'd up and yeah. shit. Yeah. Yakuza'd By the way, Yakuza... Up. No, no, like, that's dead ass. Yakuza like- <laughs> is the coolest of all countries' organized crime. <laughs> it is. Like, yeah. nowadays, American organized crime is lame. It's just a bunch of, like, fat guys Techno who live nerds in, Yeah, and, they, like, yeah. live in the suburbs of New Jersey and wear wife beaters, and they're like, yeah, I'm kind of influential in the concrete unions. Yeah. And then Russian mafia, like, you know, I mean, respect, but they're they're kind of tacky. They run you trains know? and wear Adidas yeah, jumpsuits. Yeah, and, and like the spiderweb tattoos. It's like, that's just something that like rave guys do. It's mm-hmm. no, but the Yakuza, oh, they cut off their fingers to show you they're sorry. And they get the full back tattoo. It's when it's so, like illegal somehow. Yeah, it's illegal well. to get tattoos and shit. Yeah. And they never like, 
you know, they're like that. They're just so like polite and dangerous. And you never know the actual crime they're doing because they don't need they don't need you to see them to know how powerful they are. They're yeah. very slick about it. Mm-hmm. And they're always like further in the levels of the game. So, you know yeah, they're, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're never beating the Yakuza in level one is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Shout out to the Yakuza. You are the best organized crime. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yo, how you live in approves. <laughs> Yakuza. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to say. I think yeah. American organized crime. I mean, it's it's kind of true. Or it's like we're not good at it anymore. Let's I make think America's organized crime, crime great, great again. again. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, but like, in all, we've been on the same rackets for forever. I know. Like, the oh mafia, the Italian mafia, oh. is like, what are you guys doing? You're rigging construction contracts and you're selling heroin. <laughs> yeah. Like, get some new ideas. This yeah. is a new, vibrant world. You Ooh, know, Mexican cartel heroin. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Like, uh, get some new drugs. I know, get right? some new There's rackets. Bitcoin Ooh, Katie, Bitcoin, Canadian. Yeah. Organized crime. Oh wait, maple syrup. <laughs> I guess they do the maple syrup thing, which is like huge. There, they have a warehouse in. Yeah, they have a maple syrup reserve. Yeah, which strategic. Is, which is are you guys? Are you guys going to do a strategic maple? I guess there's no there's no American connection to that. So. No, not really. No Sorry, democracy. I just jumped. I, uh... But no, that is a thing. Yeah, yeah. And there was a guy who got away with like six million dollars of. Of maple syrup That's by fucking awesome. slowly pulling it out from the the he was the guy that had to sort them mm. and over the course of like ten years he just stole maple syrup. That's and so fucking cool. Sold it on the black market. That's so fucking awesome. Oh, I hope they gave that guy a medal. Right, right. And I hope that he was like they, they called him the Sticky Bandit or something. Ooh. You know. I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, well, we have made it to the ending uh, portion of our show. We do like to kind of make uh, a progressive uh, outlook for our futures on the show. Uh, Chaz, is there anything you want to leave the the public with? Going forward, I actually do. Like, um, actually, two weekends ago, I went to. I've talked about Represent Us before on the show, um, and they're working on corruption in just like in Congress and things like that. But um, also, if you always know, and I'm talking about ranked choice voting, um, he's very shit's legit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm a ball about it. Like, he's really like, all about it. Thing. That's cool. So <laughs> you're you approve of uh, ranked choice voting? It, it for in some circumstances, yeah. I think it's a very especially uh, especially state and local elections. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very good idea. Yeah. Okay. Right. So <laughs> they are currently so right now. Um, because of our laws in Washington, you're only allowed to do top two um, in all of our elections. Uh, so there are two bills in that are in our state Congress right now. They're paired bills. They're HB uh, 1722 and SB 5708. And they will allow the option to choose something other than um, first past the post with top two and then those two going on to the general. So um, I still need to look at them a little bit. Probably on the next episode, I can tell you a little bit more about them. Um, But also, if you want to get stuff like that going for corruption, join Represent Us. They're really grassroots. Um, they usually, I went to a, just like an introductory thing at a library in Shoreline. So yeah, Um, do more about that. Hopefully it'll start a podcast soon so you can start listening to it. And yeah. And that's what I got to say about that. And my pitch forward is, since we are in election year, register to vote. If you're out there and you, you've moved recently or you just turned 18 or anything like that, go register, participate, uh, and always look at your ballot for your local and state stuff. Because mm-hmm. even if you don't care about the Trump and the next president or any of that, there's probably something that's important to you. 
and and my pitch for it, the thing that you can really do to change the world and help democracy is, of course, listen to my podcast, Kings <laughs> of Democracy, available wherever podcasts are given away for free. Uh, <laughs> Officially hosted, it looked like, through Buzzsprout is yeah, like the, the official yeah, host. That's, yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, but you can get it on iTunes. You can get it on Spotify. Uh, or you could just send me some money in a box. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't need you to listen to the podcast as long as we're. <laughs> it's true. We making the moolah off of it. Uh, here at How You Living, we also accept money in a box. Right. Uh, yeah. just we never so you really know. explicitly be like, "Give us cash, yo." <laughs> um, I'm also doing some work right now with a, a new. Uh, it's a new nonprofit group called Cop Startler. And what we do is we go around the country startling cops. Uh, and just see yeah. if he gets shot or not. Like, yeah, if there's a cop sitting in his car, we go, huh! and then it, and then if he flinches, we go, fucking two for flinching. And then we hit him, and then we go to jail, and then we don't pay bail to protest the system of paying bail. I'm We're trying to get punching cops decriminalized. <laughs> is what, that's, the, that's the end game. That is the end oh, game. Oh my god! Oh, and we're gonna get them to. Re- and it's cop starter. You can find it on uh, Twitter at startle a cop today, and Instagram at startle underscore a cop at the end. And then today. there's also a page on Black Planet. I heard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You can to all- not startle cops. To not startle. Yeah, to <laughs> well, not. We're working on a pilot program where what we do is we have a. A black guy startled the cop, but then a white guy jumps in front of the black guy, <laughs> so he thinks the white guy did it. You know? Oh man! And then we punch two for flinching, but it, uh, the white guy and the black guy each get one punch. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna follow that. Like, that sounds really interesting to me. Uh, as always, you can get a hold of me at Seatown Mayor. I'm um, helping your municipality by the coast. Uh, hit up our uh, Gmail uh, for the show at H-Y-L-B-O-X at gmail.com. That's H-Y-L-B-O-X at gmail.com. I hardly ever check it. I almost forgot and missed a letter from Andrew here. So <laughs> maybe I'll start checking that more often. Chaz, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me at uh, Chaz Baz on the Twitters, Chaz underscore Baz on the Instagrams, and Chaz dash Baz on the TikToks. <laughs> and TikTok. Hey, you guys. I got to get on TikTok. That <laughs> one looks like fun. It does look like fun. It looks like it's a little oversaturated. It is. The talking shows are on point, though. Have hot people taken it over yet, though? Kind of, a little bit. Nah. I mean, it's still teenagers being silly mostly. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. Is it still shady Chinese enterprises taking my information, though? Because yes. I'm kind of into that. No. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I, mean, I pull it, out my Huawei phone or... Uh, anyway, uh, and and are you the famous at Murph Murphy? I'm at Murph Murphy 420 on Twitter, and then on Instagram, it's Kings underscore of uh, d- underscore democracy. Please check us out there, Kings of Democracy, the name of my podcast. Which every show ends with uh, yeah. democracy doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you can just call me on yeah. my phone. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's what Gary Six, B four, tells four. you to do. <laughs> uh, as always, Chaz, this has been real. This has been fun. Yes, thank you for coming thank on you, to the Andrew, show, Andrew. For thank you for having me. It's been course. great being this here. This is great. Uh, we might not put this show out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, love you guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, tune in next week or whenever we come back. Cheers. Exactly. Right, Peace. We out. Out of my town, important. Hit me a lick is enormous. Uh, run with the set. They be looking for you in the morning. Uh, look at the batch. Got the whole world swarming. Uh, look at the racks. Got the whole world screaming.